0: This is Phil Gursky, President and CEO of Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting in Ottawa, Canada, and you're listening to Quick Hits, a podcast about terrorism. As we continue to deal and fight terrorism around the world, it is vitally important that we never, never forget the names and the lives of the victims. This recording is being made on October 22nd, 2020, and it is coinciding with a very important date in recent Canadian history. Six years ago today, in the centre of Ottawa, along Wellington Street, which houses the Supreme Court of Canada, Parliament buildings, both iconic structures, as well as the National Cenotaph, a memorial built to recognize the sacrifices of the men and women who served in the Canadian Armed Forces in several wars around the world. On this day six years ago, Corporal Nathan Cirillo, who was from the Argyle and Sutherland Regiment in Hamilton, Ontario, was standing honor guard with a fellow soldier. He had a gun but was not loaded. When a man wearing a keffiyeh, an Arab headdress, came up and proceeded to shoot at the two men, he hit Corporal Cirillo, wounding him, before he fled off in a car and ended up on Parliament Hill where he tried to breach the center block and was killed seconds later in a flurry of gunfire by parliamentary security. Nathan Cirillo was 24 at the time. He had a five-year-old son. And I recall reading stories that after the terrorists fled, onlookers rushed to help the fallen soldier try to save his life in, in the end, unfortunately. And I think that it's vitally important as we commemorate this 6th anniversary of this event to always bear in mind that when it comes to terrorism, we often hear the names and the stories of the perpetrators, the terrorists, the violent extremists. You see article after article after article that talks about them, where they came from, maybe how they became radicalized, maybe what they hoped to achieve by carrying out these acts of violence. And yet we rarely hear about the victims. Now sometimes this is because the attacks are so large in scale that there are far too many victims whose stories can be presented. Think of 9-11, almost 3000 dead. How do you tell the story of 3000 people? It's much easier to tell the story of the 19 hijackers. And yet, in a way, this is perverse. It's almost as if we're giving oxygen and attention to those who see violence as an end in itself. Now, for the record, I am not of the crowd that says we should not name terrorists. I think we should name them. I'm also not of the crowd who says that these attacks are cowardly in nature. Some are. Those that leave IEDs by the side of the road and then piss off and are nowhere near the scene of carnage, they they are, they are cowards. But a guy who brings a gun into Parliament Hill, probably knowing he's going to be dead within seconds, is anything but a coward. He may be misguided, he may be a terrorist, he may have ideologies with which we disagree, but he's anything but a coward. At the same time, why do we spend so much of our effort in learning about the background of the killer and not the victims. Yes, it is important to learn as much as we can about those who go down this pathway of violent extremism. If we are ever to figure out a way to identify it early enough to prevent it, I see the benefit in that. And I certainly would not advocate dropping that line of investigation. But it seems to me that we should be focusing first and foremost on the people who through no fault of their own, Nathan Cirillo did not choose to die, he did not represent something that made him or should have made him a victim, he was simply doing his turn as an honour guard at the National Cenotaph, standing at attention to honour and respect the men and women who died fighting for the Canadian Armed Forces in a variety of battles, and we can disagree about whether war is a good thing or a bad thing. I think it's a bad thing, but sometimes it's something we have to do. Think of the cause of World War II, the advent of fascism in Germany, in Italy, it's not as if we could ignore that. We've seen what happens when you ignore these things too often. Nathan Cirillo was just doing his part, as I think we all should on Remembrance Day, at least once a year, to recognize the sacrifices made. At the end of the day, Nathan Cirillo may have been just one more victim in this so called terrorism campaign that we have been subject to for the better part of four decades. Didn't start on 9 11, certainly predates that. And we all know that anniversaries are meaningful wedding anniversaries, birthdays, etc. This anniversary is important. And I think I don't want to. Single out Corporal Cirillo for special attention. All victims deserve to be recognized and they deserve to be remembered. But this one attack was particularly important in that it struck at many things that are essential to Canada. The Cenotaph is the National Memorial. Parliament Hill is the seat of government. It's the seat of our democracy. And we may certainly disagree with what goes on in the House of Parliament on any given day, sometimes the childish nature of the debates. The current Liberal government is coming under a lot of criticism for all kinds of things. It just survived a confidence vote in, in Parliament. But our disagreements and our dislike of the government in power should not equate to a dislike for democracy. It is an important part of who we are. And this is why the terrorists sought to attack it. The particular brand of terrorism to which he subscribes, Islamist extremism, hates democracy. It hates freedom. It hates giving people choices. As far as they're concerned, there is no choice. It's my way or the highway. Or as Bernard Lewis expressed it, I'm right, you're wrong, go to hell. As this day continues, I know myself, I'll continue to think about Corporal Cirillo, about his five-year-old orphan son, about the sacrifice he made for his country and how it's vitally important that he not be forgotten and that none of the victims be forgotten. We in Canada have been rather fortunate in not having suffered terrorism on the scale of countries like Afghanistan and Somalia and Iraq and Syria and Pakistan and Nigeria, but the fact that it is a rare occurrence, which is a good thing, should not preclude taking a few minutes to remember those who were its victims, the victims of terrorist attacks. Corporal Cirillo, rest in peace. You will not be forgotten. That's it for this Quick Kids podcast. I'm curious what your feedback would be. You can reach me on email, borealisrisk at gmail.com or on Twitter at Borealis Saves. You can also find my profile on LinkedIn and on Facebook. If you want to receive more content from Borealis, simply go to my website, borealisthreatenrisk.com. Hit the subscribe button. Provide me your email address. You'll get a free daily digest, all the material first thing in the morning. I'd love to hear what you think of the podcast, any other material, I'll talk to you again soon, until then, stay safe.